Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the H&H Hour podcast. We are trying something new today, Heidi. Mm -hmm. We have been told for, mm, I don't know. Three years. Three years. (laughs) You guys need to do videos. And we have been like, no. We're not doing videos because then we have to actually do our makeup and wear real clothes. And just all the things. It's one more thing. So we're going to try this out. We're not making any promises. This might be your one and only episode of the H&H Hour on video. We'll see. And it might be on audio and we're talking about a video and there's no video. That is true too. We will see how how it turns out. Yeah. So here we go. Let's try it. So welcome to the H&H Hour. (laughs) If this is your first time tuning in, we're so glad that you chose to join us today. My name is Heidi. This is my sister, Heather. And we have been doing this podcast gig for three years together, but we have been sisters and best friends for 37 years. 37 years. And this was God's idea, and he told us to run with it, and so we are currently running. Mm -hmm. And whatever he says is next is what we will do. That's right. So this is the current next. We'll see how that goes. Videos. Videos scare me so much. Okay, if you're one of our listeners and video is your thing, reach out to us. Maybe maybe you're our next partner at the H and H hour. It might be. This could be. I it. A, there are a lot of things that don't scare me. Like I'm not scared of public speaking. Yeah. I am not scared of uh, research. I'm not scared of theology. Like there are a lot of things that I'm like so. Videos are just. I don't. I don't know. Not your thing. Mm-mm. That's okay. No. You don't have to be awesome at everything. But I do I do acknowledge that it is fun to see people's faces and Agreed. to see their expressions. And Agreed. I like to watch videos. So I understand why people are asking for them. And I'm all about giving the listener what they want sometimes. Within reason. Not all the time. So we're going to see how it goes. Here so we're going to do that. Okay, Heidi, I was talking to you just a little bit ago about something I read. Actually, when we were on vacation in Hawaii, I read this. And I wrote it down. And I thought it was just it, – it struck me – so deeply um, that I wrote it in my journal. I keep a journal. I know you do this too. Of um, I am not a journaler. Like, let me write out all my feelings. We've talked about this before. Honestly, I go back and I read it and I'm like, ew. That's not your thing. I wrote that. You know, some (laughs) people, it's it's how they de-stress. It's how they communicate with the Lord, whatever. It is not my thing. But I do keep a journal of the words I feel like God gave me. Mm-hmm. So scripture that he gives me or um, prophetic words or anything like that. So I wrote this one in my journal because it stuck out to me and was so significant. So I want to set the foundation a little bit. Elijah, this great prophet of God, he has just had this confrontation with um, Ahab. King Ahab was the king of Israel at the time. Mm-hmm. And his wife is Jezebel, and she's an evil woman. And her whole goal was to kill the prophets of God, yeah, namely Elijah. Mm-hmm. And so Elijah and King Ahab's prophets from the false god Baal had just had this confrontation, and all of them had died. All of the false prophets are now dead, gone. Mm-hmm. And Elijah, the prophet of the Lord, has had this major victory where the fire comes down and burns up the altar and... Um, It's this really dramatic situation that has just happened in Israel. 
So King Ahab goes back and he tells Jezebel about this. And he's like, you know, this is what happened and all the prophets are gone. And this is what Jezebel did. It says, this is in 1 Kings 19. So Jezebel sent this message to Elijah. May the gods, which they're all dead. I'm not sure how dead gods are going to strike anybody down. But that's what happens when you follow false gods. False gods. You have false expectations too. May the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you have killed them. Yeah. It says, Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. This is important. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom, broom tree and prayed that he might die. Mm. Okay, listen very closely. He went into the wilderness alone into isolation. Yeah. Not solitude, not yeah. going away yep. to meet with God and get a word from God. Isolation, Left removing, removing mm -hmm. anyone from his life that would be able to speak truth over him in that moment yeah. because he was terrified. He was scared. Um, and then he says this of the Lord. He prayed that he might die. Mm. He was so desperate. He was so depressed. He was so oppressed by this spirit, by this Jezebel spirit, that he prayed he would die. He's mm. just had this huge victory yeah. against the, the gods of Baal, the false prophets of Baal. And then he's like, Lord, I just want to die. He mm. says this to the Lord. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for am I no better than my ancestors who have already died. Mm. So he begs God to kill him. He says, just take my life, Lord. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, get up and eat. He looked around and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank. And then listen to this, Heidi. He lay down again. Mm. He went back to sleep. Mm. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, get up and eat some more or the journey ahead will be too much for you. Wow. So he got up and ate and drank, and the food he ate gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. And at Mount Sinai, if you don't know that story, he hears from God and God speaks to him, not in the wind, not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but in a still small voice. And yeah. he gets this word from the Lord that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And my point is this, Elijah, the angel of the Lord was so kind to come and wake him up and say, Elijah, eat this food. Mm -hmm. And Elijah woke up and ate just enough to go back to sleep, mm -hmm. to go back to sleep in his isolation yeah. and to not journey on the next 40 days to go meet with God on the mountain of God. Mm -hmm. He was in the wilderness. Yeah. He was supposed to be going to the mountain of God to hear the voice of the Lord. And the angel, the Lord in his kindness, you guys, the Lord is so kind to us. He is so kind to give us another chance time and time and time again. The angel of the Lord says, no, 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 Elijah, wake up, eat some more. You need more food to give you strength to do this journey that's ahead of you, to do the call of God on your life, to do the thing that will lead you, take the journey that will lead you to the mountain of God where you can eat where you can, where you can meet face to face and, and hear the voice of God. Yeah. And, um, so he did that. So he woke him up and he ate more food and he drank more water and he had the strength to do that. 
But I wonder if that is how a lot of us live our lives. Like we get just enough sustenance from the Lord. We get just enough of his word in us to cause us to go back into our sleep or our complacency. Our comfort zone. Our comfort zone. Yep. You know, yep. like we, we go we to do. church yep. and we hear the sermon. We hear the message like, that was a good word. I'm so pumped up. And then Monday morning comes and we're back into our rhythm of complacency yeah. or our rhythm of despair or our rhythm of anxiety. And then we hear good podcasts. And we're like, oh, that was such a great podcast. I'm so glad for that shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. And it's just enough food to cause us to go back into that rhythm of complacency yeah. where God is saying, I have enough to sustain you for the journey. He's I have literally enough. literally trying to wake us up for yes, what's next. Yes. And the yeah. Lord is so faithful to do that. He's so kind to do that. I have enough to give you to get you through the 40-day journey, which I'm sure was a difficult journey, to the mountain of God so that I can whisper to you yeah. and share my secrets with you. Yeah. That struck me. I, I don't know that I had ever really seen that jump out at me before about how he fell asleep and then the angel woke him back up and said like, hey, no, 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 that wasn't enough. You need more. And I think it's interesting to point out that the thing he was afraid of was a very real fear. Absolutely. Like the, the, um, so this woman, but who yes. was oppressed by a demonic spirit, yes, which we now would know as what what the term comes from, the Jezebel spirit, right? Oppressed by that spirit was out to kill him because he was a prophet of God. Yeah, and that's that spirit is still active today. Yeah, still trying to seek out the prophets of God to kill and destroy us. Yes, and and so it wasn't as if his fear was irrational, or um, like he was making drama out of nothing. Right, right. right. Like he was, was genuinely scared for his life. Yeah, um, but he he almost missed the voice of God because he fell back into his comfort zone back into his sleep. Right. But before we cast stones, we've all done that. Oh, absolutely. We've all missed the voice of God. Yes. And to the point where, I mean, God could have easily moved on and said, okay, next. Yes. I'm going to go to the next person and I'm going to, I'm going to equip him or her and anoint her to go and do what I asked you to do. Right. But in his kindness, like you said, I love that you said that the Lord is so kind because he came back and said, I'm going to wake you up again. And I, I feel very strongly, Heather, that we are in a time in history where the spirit of God is desperately trying to wake us up. He's trying to wake the sons and the daughters of his kingdom and of his church up to what he has next for us. Yeah. And I think so many times we have a tendency to just fall back asleep, mm -hmm. literally, fig figuratively, mm -hmm. because stepping into something new is is hard and it's scary and it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, you were talking about the journey to Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. My husband and my brother-in-law went on a um, like an extreme hunt last year, and he was talking about they were on the mountain. I think it was seven days, and the sheer exhaustion that they had and yet they had trained for that mountain terrain yeah. and they had backpacks full of food that were to sustain them but the fact that you know the lord knew what he was going to have to walk through yeah. and the journey that was going to be required and he had already prepared him for that yeah yeah so much so that he sent an angel to take care of him to, to prepare him to give him sustenance to literally give him food and yes. drink yes and so I, I just think so often we get caught up in the details of like, God, how are you going to do this? How, how will I make the 40 day journey? How, 
have you thought about water, God? You know, am I going to have a backpack with a straw? Like, what are the things? And God's like, I've already planned this out. All you have to do is stay awake and go. That's right. I love that. Stay awake and go. Yeah. Um, the thing that follows this story is that he does go to Mount Sinai, which is so significant because Sinai is the mountain, you know, where Moses yeah. Received, met with God, yeah. met face to face with God, received the Ten Commandments. Right. Um, so there's so much significance in that. And here Elijah is going back to this mountain and he meets with God again. Mm-hmm. And I love that he had to go to this mountain to hear the voice of the Lord for the next commissioning. Yeah. Because you know what he does next? You know mm-hmm. what the Lord tells him on this mountain? No. He says, go and anoint mm, yeah. Elisha. Mm-hmm. Go and anoint Elisha. Elisha is the one who comes after Elijah yeah. that carries on the work yeah. of being the prophet of the Lord yeah. for the people of Israel. And, and who gets a double he gets portion, a double portion. A double anointing. Yeah. So Elijah's journey to Mount Sinai wasn't solely about him. Yeah. And I think that so often our obedience to the Lord is not solely about us. Right. It's it's always about so many more people. Mm-hmm. The bigger picture of what God is doing. So Elisha comes down off of or Elijah comes down off of Mount Sinai and he goes and he finds Elisha mm. and he anoints him. And yeah. that story is just amazing. Elisha follows him for all these years and learns from him. And mm. um, and then God takes takes Elijah home to be with him. But I just was thinking about that and thinking, how often do I choose to stay in my comfort, choose to stay in my complacency, and someone else doesn't get to walk out there calling because of my disobedience? Yeah. Because I wanted to stay comfortable or yeah. I didn't want to wake up. And it might be something really, or you wanted to stay scared, or I wanted to stay scared. It yeah. might be something really practical, like not getting up early enough mm-hmm. to meet with Jesus, so that my heart is prepared then t- to train my kids mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, or to have a hard conversation. Yes, done with wisdom intact. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I think, I think we're just called to more, Heidi. Mm-hmm. I think we are. I think we're in a time where. Just staying safe and being comfortable and doing the things that allow us to go back into our re- our sleep. Yeah. I just don't think that that's what we're called to. Yeah. And I, and I think that anytime we're willing to be used by God, he's willing to use us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that he has got a call and an appointment for every single one of us. I don't think that there are a few of us that he's called to be the ones that spread his love and spread his news and spread the, um, the, the truth of who he is. I believe every single one of us are called, mm-hmm. but too many times we fall back asleep or we stay because mm-hmm. we're scared or we, we think we're not, we think that we are not anointed mm-hmm. or we think that we are not spiritual mm-hmm. enough or qualified, or we mm-hmm. think that we're going to wait a few more years mm-hmm. until we've read the Bible front to cover a few more times. And at the, God is just saying, no, just do this now, mm-hmm. you know, just meet your neighbor now, share my love with him or her now, or yeah. buy that person's coffee. Cause you have no idea the conversation it's going to strike up now. Right. You know, I think my husband was actually, he just texted me this morning and he said he was at, um, a car dealership this morning cause his truck had a brake recall. It's a new truck. And, um, the other day we got in and he went to turn it on and all of the lights came on, like every warning light that Thanks. can come on. And, a few minutes later, he got a text saying that there was a 
a recall on that truck and that they needed to bring it in. And so it's so funny because I believe God set that appointment for him Hmm. because here this morning he was in the dealership and this young man approached him and they started a dialogue about the truck and ended up having a long conversation. And it is, he is the husband of one of our listeners. Oh, cool. And interestingly, we've also interviewed his wife. She's been a guest. Oh, that's awesome. And so he said, I recognize you. And they got to exchange information and, and they found out that, okay, my wife listens to your wife's podcast. I've heard her podcast. She's been on it. You know, all the things. That's cool. But it hit me that I believe the Lord allowed that issue with his truck just for that little quick appointment Mm -hmm. because Kip's like, it was such an encouraging conversation. Mm -hmm. It was uplifting. It was so nice to meet this guy. Mm -hmm. Like he was such a great guy. I really enjoyed our our time together. And I think that sometimes we just need that. Mm -hmm. We need those appointments where the Lord knows like, I'm going to allow this Mm -hmm. so that this can happen, you know? And so you just never underestimate the things of God. Mm -hmm. Don't doubt the details. Don't the hard things too. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. question and and um, despise the things that he lets yeah. take, you know, the things that take place in your life Yes, because you have no idea the purpose behind it. Right. That's so good. And I also just want to speak to some people who think that, that maybe their journey or their gifting or the thing that God's called them to do has to look like someone else's. Oh, that's such a lie from the enemy to Comparison. say, yeah, and like the weight, if yeah. it feels really heavy in a like burdensome way, yeah. it's probably not yours to carry mm. because the call of God never feels oppressive. Hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not heavy. It doesn't mean that it won't cost you something. It will. I mean, it costs God everything. It costs God his His son, right? right? But it won't feel oppressive. There's a difference between heaviness, weight that you carry, Mm -hmm. like the weight of glory, you know, and then oppression Mm -hmm. that is demonic. And I think if we're trying to walk in someone else's expectation or calling and we're not walking in our own, it's going to feel oppressive. Mm -hmm. And so I know a lot of times you can see that someone's doing, I've done this so many times, I'll see someone doing something and I'll be like, oh man, I just feel like crap. Because I have to do that. No, I have to do the thing God's called me to do. My journey to Mount Sinai is going to look different than your journey to Mount Sinai. And you, listener or watcher, (laughs) uh, your journey to Mount Sinai. And so don't look at someone else's journey and think that that makes me feel like I can't do my own. Because that's not ever what God intended. Well, and I think had, uh, you know, had social media been around when Elisha was getting appointed, it would have been very easy for Elisha to have looked and compared to Elijah's reach to the successes that he had and said, well, you know, he's already done the prophet gig and I don't know if there's room for two of us, Yeah, you know? And so I think maybe I'm just going to move on and I'm going to, I'm going to find a different lane and I'm going to try to be better at a different lane, or I'm going to try to, to fit the mold of something that's not been done yet when he would have missed entirely the purpose of which God was raising him up for. Yeah. And he would have missed the reality that God had a double portion in mind for him yeah. because of the things he was called to have to accomplish. And you know what the interesting thing about him is at the very end of that passage where it talks about the call of Elisha in First Kings 19, it says, then Elisha went on as Elijah's assistant, mm-hmm. assistant 
and seven years passed. Yeah. He served Elijah as his assistant for seven years before, before he got the double portion, yep. before he got to do his first miracles, before right. he was the man. Yep. Seven years. Yep. So, so do the thing in front of you yeah. that God is allowed to prepare you for the journey and eat the food. Yeah. Get the word of God in you. Fall on your face and cry out to God and 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 wait and listen for what he's trying to say to you, what he's trying to give you to sustain you for, for the journey that you have. Yeah. Because I think so often we think we know what's coming and sometimes we just truly have no idea what the plan is. No. But he no. knows. No he idea. He knows. And he's I think not short-sighted. the more we try to figure it out, <laughs> the more disappointed we will be yeah. because his ways are not our ways. Right. And his thoughts are not our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So we can try to have it all figured out. And God's like, hey, actually, I want you over here. Mm-hmm. I want you to take this path. Yeah. That's really good. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I love that God's word, even the Old Testament, like some people are so afraid of it, but it is so alive and it speaks into our lives in a very real applicable sense here in 2020. Absolutely. So. And you know, the whole Bible, whether it's Old Testament, Old Law, Old Covenant, or New Testament, New Law, New Covenant, covenant mm-hmm. it is all about Jesus. Yeah. It's all about redemption. And it's just this beautiful masterpiece of God's story mm-hmm. to rescue his children. Well, and I think we've said this before, so bear with me, but if if maybe you're newer to faith in Jesus and you're trying to understand the Bible, it can be confusing and you yeah. can be reading and it feels like it's contradictory and you're yeah. like, what is the timeline? What is, how does this mesh? What is going on? I would encourage you do a chronological read of the Bible yeah. because all of the sudden the things that the Old Testament and the things that the New Testament are saying begin to make sense mm-hmm. and you begin to understand the time frame. And it's it's an easy way. You can either buy a physical Bible yep. that takes you through chronologically. You know, won't, the books won't be lined up exactly as they are in a, in a traditional Bible. Yeah. This isn't written in chronological order. Right. Or you can use... Um, your device and get an app. You can use version, and then on your app, it can give you chronological what you should read every day and it can help you track it. Yep. It can send you email or text notifications to say, hey, don't forget, or yep. hey, you're 19 days behind, let's get back on track. Not to shame you, but to encourage you to run the race in front of you. And I've had so many women in my life, specifically women, this year tell me that their eyes, they've walked with Jesus all these years mm-hmm. and their eyes are being opened. Yep to the word of God in a new way because they finally understand the timeline. And And you don't have to do it on your own. No. We live in this amazing world where we have help. We have technology that can help us. I loved this. I was listening to um, a couple, actually, two women that I really respect. They are in the lanes that you and I are in, in ministry Mm -hmm. lanes. And both of them said most days they only read a few verses. Interesting. You know, they don't even read a whole chapter in their daily Bible reading. Now there's nothing saying there there's a right way or wrong way sure. to do it. I mean, most days I read more than one chapter. Um, but it was encouraging to me because they what they said was we want to really take in yeah. what God wants to speak to us from those few verses. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we ingest too much, mm-hmm. we don't meditate you miss it. You know, yeah. on that. So don't yeah. feel like it's this overwhelming thing yeah. that you have to do on your own. Cause there's, there's a lot of help. So, and I know we, we talk about this all the time, but it truly, I mean, it's, 
it's the best tool we have in our tool bag for sure for sure it's it's the only tool really (laughs) it's the only tool that matters the only tool that works yeah yeah so so if you're not in this if you're not learning from this how can you ever expect to stand on God's promises if you don't know them right you know and apply them to your lives so yeah we just had this incredible interview with this awesome woman of God and um she was talking about the importance of realizing you're a friend of God. Yeah. And I loved as she was sharing it, her face was like just lit up. Yeah. And I loved it so much because I felt like, you know, it was a a new voice saying the same thing Mm -hmm. in such a beautiful way. And, um, for her, her awakening came at the age of 32, Mm -hmm. realizing that God wanted to be her friend and she'd known, she'd known God, but she, found a new awareness of his presence. She called herself a casual Christian, which I think so many people can relate to that. Yeah. They might not title themselves that, but that's where they are. Yeah. And now she never wants to go back. Yeah. (laughs) Casually following God. This is... Because once you've begun to experience the friendship of God, Mm -hmm. you you can't miss out. You You can't. Yeah. It's like the people that when you spend time with them and you leave and you're so uplifted and you're so encouraged and you've laughed and you've cried and you've talked about all the things and then you leave and you think, man, I can't wait until we do that again. again. And it's, it's like that with a friendship with God and we have access to that all the time. Yeah. So, so go read, go read this story. Yeah. Cause I just read a little portion of it. It's a really, really incredible story. Go back and read, um, 18, 17 and 18 first Kings, because you get to then see the, the, the battle between good and evil, (laughs) between the prophets of Baal and Elijah, um, and then read 19, because I I just really felt like there was so much in there for so many of us that we're not supposed to just take in enough to then go back into our complacency and into our sleep. We are Mm. supposed to ingest everything that the Lord has for us. Stay awake and go. Yep. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us on our video episode. So Yeah, it was fun. Shout out to my husband. I love you, CT. That's pretty cute. He's gone. So I have to remember him by my by your t-shirt out- outfit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So jump over to wherever you listen. Would you leave us a quick review? Um, not for our sake, but so that people can find this podcast and they can be encouraged. We want people to be inspired to be in God's word. We want people to be um, getting yes. refreshment and encouragement. Yep. There are so many voices available to you. Mm-hmm. And we would love for you to share this with someone who yes. needs encouraged. Yes. That Life in Jesus can be fun. Reading God's word can be fun and and inspiring, and it does not have to be dull and boring. Absolutely not. Jump in with us. The other thing, Hyde, is um, a lot of people I have heard, I didn't even know this, but it's probably the younger generation, they're listening on Spotify. Yes. To podcasts. Right. Like I use my podcast app that's on my iPhone. Sure. And it comes from Apple Music, I guess now. Mm -hmm. It's not iTunes anymore. Right. Yeah. We'll give you Um, a slide. Yeah. But a lot of people are now listening to podcasts Correct. on other platforms. All the so things. we're on several of those. Yes. We're on Spotify. You can find us on there. You can always get our direct link at our Instagram. Yeah. You just literally, if you don't know this, you just click the link. Every week it is updated to the new episode. I shared three different podcasts just today yes. with three different people. 
other people's other people's yeah. podcast because it you listen and I think here's the thing when you're listening to a podcast don't think it's just for you because mm-hmm. it's not yeah it's for someone else too and so when I listen to a podcast I ask the Lord who am I supposed to share this mm-hmm. with and sometimes I get an answer and sometimes I don't but when I get a name man I send that off as I fast as I can because I want to be obedient and I want someone else to hear the word that God has for them yeah. in that so uh, it means so much to us when you when you all do that it yeah. really it blesses us. It does. And we don't even know when you do it. So, (laughs) Hey, and also if you have a story that you think would be an awesome fit for this show, our point is that Mm -hmm. our ordinary lives that we're all living are actually the extraordinary ways God's using us. So reach out to us because we would love to interview you if you fit our format. And we love to share ordinary people's stories. We're all about people. Yes, we are. We love people here. So So thanks so much for listening. We'll chat with you next time. See ya. Bye.